0: Well, hello there. It is Dr. Shavon. I am back. Two weeks away from this podcast. Thank you, COVID. Got my voice back, my energy back, and I am so fired up to share something really incredible with you. So the last time I did an episode, I was talking about the launch party that I was hosting for my new group coaching program called, are you ready? The Marriage Upgrade. I'm so excited about this program. It is literally my pride and joy because I know it is going to really change marriages. It's going to help couples connect, communicate, be more intimate, and just love being married to each other. So as part of the launch of this program, which is what the launch party was all about, I created both an after party and a pre-party that includes a series of trainings and question and answer calls and coaching calls to really help you, one, start making changes in your marriage right away, but then also to answer any questions that you might have about joining the program. So I wanted to share with you some of those trainings that I did because the information was just so good. And I want to get it out to as many people as possible. And so even if you didn't officially register for the launch party, you didn't officially get on that list to participate and receive those trainings, I am gifting you all of that content and all of that information on the next few podcast episodes because it's so good. And what I want you to do as you listen is really think about 1 how does this apply to you? 2 what are you going to do differently as a result of the information? But then 3 to also just ask yourself like does any of this really resonate with me? Is any of this exactly what it feels like I need and we need to really genuinely make our marriage better. And if you find that, if you find that you love this content and it's so valuable and so helpful for you, I want to invite you to enroll in the marriage upgrade. Okay, so currently enrollment is open. It's July 2022 at the time of this recording. So enrollment is currently open and you can find out all the information about the program and sign up at my website drshavon.com. And then when you get there, there is a tab that says the marriage upgrade. You're going to click that, be wowed and dazzled by how amazing the website is. I love everything about it and I know you will too. So I am so excited for you to have these trainings, listen in to all of them, and hopefully I'll see you on the inside of the marriage upgrade. All right. Amazing. Hello there, everyone. Dr. Siobhan here. So delighted to see you back for the after party training series. Today, we are talking about what really creates change. So if you have been following along the, um, training that I did yesterday is going to be a really great pairing with this one because yesterday we talked a lot about the finish line mentality and finish line examples in your marriage, the things that you are looking to be your reality in the future. So if you haven't caught up on that replay, highly recommend it. You don't have to go look at it before you engage in this one if this really spoke to you and you wanted to dive in there, but it will be helpful context. So I highly recommend you go back and watch that one as well. So today, what really creates change in a marriage? Now, the first thing I think is so important for us to do is to define what we even mean by change. And what I mean by that is what is it that you actually want to change in your marriage? So I want you to sit with that question and answer it, right? You get the most out of these trainings when you actually engage with the questions that I am posing because it sends your brain to work and it creates openings. It creates new neural pathways. It creates new thoughts to have and thoughts to grow, right? I'm a mindset coach. So, so much of the work that helps my clients get success in improving their marriage is about the questions that they ask themselves and the answers they are willing to sit with to come up with, right? So what is it that you want to change in your marriage, I want this to be different. I want this to better, be better. What's your answer to that question?
1: I'm gonna take a sip of water and let you come up with your answer, okay? Got it? I'm gonna trust you you actually
0: came up with an answer. Okay. So some of the things that my clients come to me with and the things that I really feel best equipped and experienced to help you with fall into four categories. That's communication, connection, being a team and passion and physical intimacy right? So if those are in the realm of the things you just identified that you would like to be different, to change in your own marriage, you are a thousand percent in the right place with the right coach to help you. This is actually the exact package of results that I've built the marriage upgrade around to support couples in creating. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about First, communication, because that is usually the number one thing my clients come to me wanting to change and wanting to improve. So this may be you if what you would define your communication to be like is either a lot of bickering and arguing and just like tense conversations that feel contentious and like you're in a state of like agitation with each other when you speak or impatience with each other or frustration with each other. Or you might be in the category where it's just like this cold silence. There's like distance, it's a little bit of tension, but you've gotten so tired to having the arguments or having the conversations that don't end well, that you're both kind of walking on eggshells, sort of like tiptoeing around things, tiptoeing around each other, not bringing up anything that might incite an argument, you're stuffing your feelings, you're stuffing, you know, your concerns because it doesn't feel like a healthy or safe place for you to have those open and honest conversations, right? So I want you to think about for you, like which category do you fall in or does it cycle between both, right? Maybe you do have an argument and it so poorly that You kind of shut down, and your spouse kind of shuts down, and you don't even know how to bring up the conversation again to resolve it. Or maybe one of you wants to bring up the conversation again to resolve it, but the other is really shut down, where it feels like you're having a one-way conversation instead of a mutual dialogue. Or maybe you feel like you and your spouse just don't listen to each other, that every time you talk about something that's a little bit contentious or a little bit heated or that you don't agree on, it feels like you both are just proving your point or trying to show the other person that they're wrong and you're right and no one is listening to each other. Maybe you're voicing your concerns to your spouse and you're met with a lot of defensiveness where they're always sort of dismissing or diminishing or just not understanding how you feel. They're not validating your emotions. They're not, you know, really even caring about it where they're just like, I'm so tired of this conversation. Like it never goes anywhere, right? If that's your communication and you want that to change give me a thumbs up, right? In your head, right? You're giving me a thumbs up in your head, like, yep, you're on my street. That's me, right? Other things that people really want to change is their level of connection. Many of my clients come to me feeling like we're basically roommates, that I'm over in my corner of life doing my thing and my spouse is over in their corner of life doing another. I don't really know what's going on with them. They don't really know what's going on with me. We talk basic logistics that are essential, but other than that, there's not any real meaningful connection. Maybe you've outgrown each other in terms of interests, right? Maybe when you were first together and first started dating, it felt like there's so many things we love to do together. And now if I were to ask you, okay, what's something fun you could do together? Your brain delivers. I have no clue because the things I like to do, they don't like to do, or the things they like to do, I don't like to do. It could be as simple as like trying to decide a movie or a TV show, right? It feels hard because it's like, we don't share the same interests anymore. What I care about, they don't really care about. What I'm interested in, they're not really interested in. And so you've sort of separated yourself. Or maybe you feel like in your marriage, you're more connected or they're more connected to social media than you're connected to each other, right? They're over there on Netflix and TikTok. And you're over here in Instagram and Amazon Prime right? Where it's just like your phone is more of a companion and more of a best friend to you than your spouse. Maybe that's what's happening for you. Or maybe you're just so aggravated with each other. You feel like your spouse is complaining so much or making you feel so inadequate that you don't even like to spend time with them, right? Like you actively try to fill your days and space away from them right? If that's happening for you, but really what you want is you want to feel close and connected and you want to feel like best friends, definitely in the right place, right? Maybe also you're feeling like you aren't united as a couple, that you don't really feel like a seamless team, that you don't really support each other, that it's sort of like every man or woman for themselves, that you can't really depend on your spouse to help you out if you need something, or you can't depend on your spouse to sort of reach out to offer help, that everything feels like it falls on you, or they're so critical of your help, right? I have this a lot with couples that have children, right? Like the responsibilities of... Running a business or having a career, the responsibilities of managing your home, taking care of your own self as well as children feels overwhelming. And you are still like competing with each other for time or competing with each other for help because it feels like your spouse is checked out and not considering what you might need and how you might need their help. Or maybe you're on the other end of that and you're like, I don't even know what my spouse needs because when I try to help them, they're so annoyed and critical. And then you just withdraw because you're like, I can't win no matter what I do, right? If that's you, again, totally the right place. This, you know, call today is really going to help. The last thing that a lot of couples struggle with that I see and support them in is just like affection and intimacy. I remember one couple in particular, they were like, being intimate with each other feels so awkward because it's so infrequent that it feels like we're like relearning what we're supposed to do with each other each and every time. And the burden of that, right? The burden of the lack of familiarity with being affectionate and intimate with each other makes it feel so hard and it takes their brain out of the enjoyment of it because it feels like a job and a task rather than an amazing and pleasurable and delightful experience to be having with each other, right? So if you struggle with intimacy or your intimacy is so like monotonous and mechanical and very boring, definitely. Definitely. I can help you with that. That is an area we can work to change in your marriage. All right. So here's what I want you to know, whatever area, and I would just encourage you to just like take a moment and and check off for yourself. Like if there was one area you were to hone in on and address first, what would it be? Would it be the communication? Would it be the connection? Would it be working together as a team? Or would it be that physical intimacy? Like where do you want to start? And it's okay that if you're having this conversation with your spouse, that you have different places where you want to start, right? You don't have to both decide like, yep, we have to both work on that communication. You can decide that communication is the priority for you and they might decide that the physical intimacy is the priority for them. No problems there, right? Whatever it is that you want to be different, that you want to change, I want you to think about how you've been going about creating that change, because chances are you're not really just sitting around, not doing anything, right? You're noticing that you don't like the direction things are headed or you don't like the state that you're in. And in your agitation, which is healthy, right? Because the healthy agitation, the healthy like discontentment with your current state in your marriage is actually a good thing because that's what's going to motivate you to change, right? But what I find is that most of the ways people try to change things that are not working in their relationship are not actually the most productive and effective ways to go about creating the change, right? Which is why today I'm gonna be talking to you about what really creates change. But here's what I find that most people do, right? They first approach change by talking about it, especially us women, right? We're like, we have to talk about this. Like, do you have time to talk? We have to talk. I need to talk to you about something. Can you come and sit with me? Because I really need to share something with you, right? Raise your hand. If that's you, a lot of the times, your first knee jack reaction is to talk about it. And have conversations about it. Multiple talks, conversations, and discussions, right? If that's you, totally normal. That's the way of the human brain. Like we have an issue, we talk about it, right? Other ways people try to solve their problems is first, and this is still in the realm of conversations, first it starts with like just offering suggestions. Like, hey, it would be so nice if you did this, right? I would really appreciate it if you could help out more or it would be so nice if you could plan a date night or if we could plan to do something together. I think our communication would be so much better if we really just learned to listen to each other, right? Those are like those nice little light touch suggestions. Why don't you do this? Why don't you take a day off from work? right? That's like your subtle way of saying like, you're basically a workaholic, right? So there's the suggestions. When those suggestions aren't met with the appropriate response that we would like, right? We, myself included, right? I'm a real human being with a real human marriage and a real human husband, right? So I know these things firsthand and in having so many conversations with my own clients, right? So you move from the suggestions to the like request, like, I have something to ask you. I want to, you know, request that you do this. Would you be willing to do this thing? Can you please be sure to do this? Could you please stop doing this? What would it take for you to make this change? Notice that the requests are always from us to them. It's always what we want them to be doing different, right? Just notice, no judgment, just notice. Right. And then when the requests, maybe the request is honored for a short period of time. Right. And then it falls off. Or you keep making the request and they keep giving you lip service, but never really following through. Then what typically happens is it becomes a demand. I need you to do this. You have to do this. Right. And I am like spidey sense when I'm talking with my clients and I hear them say that I'm like, Whenever you get into the, you need to, we need to, you have to, we have to, you're in demanding language and no one likes to be the recipient of a demand, right? And it's not going to produce the result that you want. So you really want to pay attention to that. But let's be honest because sometimes you make the demand and you are so frustrated and so fed up. That your demand turns into an ultimatum where it's like if you don't do this this is what's going to happen right can we be honest here can we be honest about what's really going on inside of you and inside of your marriage and how you're feeling about the changes that you want to see it's okay this is the journey right and you may get to the point, right, in this sequence of conversations and going from suggestions to requests to demands to ultimatums, you might ultimately arrive at some new agreements. Okay, this is how we're going to do things differently. I'm going to do this, you're going to do that, or I'm going to stop doing this, you're going to stop doing that, right? That's wonderful, amazing, I love it. And also, If you're here listening on what really creates change, it's likely that those agreements have slid through the cracks, haven't been followed through, or there's no built-in accountability to maintain them in the long-term of your marriage, right? And the reason is this, those agreements are focused only on the actions that need to be taken. Whenever you're focused on what you need to do or what you need to stop doing, either you or your spouse, you're just focusing on the actions. And of course we need actions. We need actions and behaviors and habits to ultimately create the change. But that's not the best place to start right which is why like you can think of all the examples of like people who win a million bucks and then are bankrupt the reason that happens is because the action of winning the money doesn't change who they are on the inside it doesn't change their money management system it just changes the number in their bank account but the way that they see themselves and the way that they're thinking and the way that they're operating is what is going to dwindle and get them back to like a zero balance, okay? So here's what I want to offer you as the solution, right? This is the answer to the question. What really creates change in your marriage is to focus on changing your identity. Now, for some of you, you're going to hear that. It's going to be like a total mindset shift. So I want you to just be open and just like go with me on this journey. Okay. So focusing on changing your identity as a way to create change in your marriage looks like really focusing on how you define yourself, how you see yourself, in the way you think before you go to take the action, right? That goes for you and it goes for your spouse. So if you're wanting your spouse to be able to successfully implement changes, it has to start with how they define themselves, how they see themselves and what they think, right? Because the actions that either one of you are taking or not taking is just a result of what you're believing about yourself, what you think, and how you believe that you can operate. Right, and what I find a lot of times is that people put themselves in boxes. So if we take the physical affection and intimacy, one of the reasons people struggle in that area is because someone in the marriage is saying, I'm just not an affectionate person. That's an identity statement. i define myself as not being a person who's overly affectionate or comfortable with affection. So because that's my definition of myself, I'm not going to take the action of being affectionate. So making the agreement that you're going to be more affectionate or talking about how you need to be taking the actions of being more affectionate is gonna fall on deaf ears. It's not gonna penetrate because they have a fundamental belief of themselves as not being a person who's affectionate, right? Even taking communication. If you believe that you are a person who's so strong minded and so opinionated, it's gonna be very hard for you to actually listen because in the back of your mind, you're like, no, my opinion matters more. What I think matters more. I have to get this out. I have to prove my point, but only because of how you see yourself as someone who, who has to share their opinion, right? So everything that you are doing, everything your spouse is doing in your marriage is a function of the way you are thinking. Okay. And The things you do are because you either think they're valuable to do and worth your time to do or not worth your time to do, right? So the way that I like to teach changing your identity, which again, is just answering the question, how do you create real change in your marriage, change your identity, change how you see each other. And when you change how you see yourself rather, And when you both are doing that together simultaneously, that's when the massive shifts happen, right? So the way I teach that is by becoming a level 10 partner. That is the concept you will master, of course, inside of the marriage upgrade. But I'm going to give you a brief overview of it now. Becoming a level 10 partner is really just operating from the place of you being your best as a spouse. Right. And a lot of times for us, for those of us who are parents, we think about this a lot. I know I do. I think a lot about like, I want to be the best mom for my kids because I don't want to traumatize my kids. Right. What if you adopted that same belief system? Like I want to be the best spouse I can be because I don't want to traumatize my marriage. I like to think of your marriage as like a sacred, special being, like a little bitty baby that needs you to take care of it, that needs you to nurture it. And you want to be your best for your marriage. And that's what being a level 10 partner is all about, right? So the way that we do that is we create an alter ego. If you don't know by now, I'm a huge Beyonce fan. I love her music. And I love the idea that she has this alter ego of Sasha Fierce, right? It's like she knows how to operate when she is being sasha right same for you when you build your alter ego you literally give this version of yourself a name and you just know what to do when you are being that person so it's not as hard to just take the healthy loving actions in your marriage because you're just being your best as a partner it's just who you are right and What we do, what I teach you to do is to live into this person. I want you to imagine that, like, this level 10 partner version of you is like this shell. It's the shell that you can see, and you're like living into it. You're growing into being this person step by step with guidance, right? And soon this person becomes your advisor, right? I like to just have the energy of like you're just driving in the car, coming home from work or Target, wherever, right? And this person is in the passenger seat and you're like, okay, we're about to go home. How are we gonna show up? And they're advising you. They're like, this is what you're gonna do. This is not what you're gonna do. This is what you're gonna pay attention to. This is not what you're gonna pay attention to, right? It becomes your advisor. And what happens is when you're living into yourself as a level 10 partner is the healthy, loving actions are just what you do. It's just who you are. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to like have a conversation with your spouse about the value of it. It's like, no, that's just what I do. I want you to imagine if it just could be that simple, right? You just wake up and you just brush your teeth because you're a person who cares about your hygiene, right? For me now, one of the habits I've adopted is exercising 20 minutes a day. I do it every single day. Because that's just who I am. I am a person who moves my body daily. It doesn't feel like a chore. I don't need to have a conversation with my husband or my doctor about it. It's like, no, that's just who I am. It's just what I do. That's the place I can get you to, right? I can really get you to a place where these things are just automatic the way it is permanently in your marriage. Okay. So, I want to leave you with a question to pose to yourself today, right? Who do I want to be as a wife
1: or who do I want to be as a husband? Just sit with that. Who do I want to be as a wife?
0: Who do I want to be as a husband? Here's a sentence stem to help you. I want to be a person, dot, dot, dot right? I want to
1: be a wife. I want to be a husband. Fill in the blank for yourself. I'm going to take a sip of water because I really want you to have a minute to think about this.
0: And if you're watching on Facebook or here live,
1: you can just type it in the chat. Who do you want to be? (laughs) I'm reading the comments
0: from Facebook. (laughs) I asked my husband what he wants to work on. And he said probably one thing he wants to work on the least communication. (laughs) Yeah, I have. um, It's coming out soon in an email and I'll post it here on Facebook in the group as well. So if you're on my email list, definitely stay really, really close to your email. But I wrote an email. It's like, the title of it is your approach is all wrong. Right. And this is a great example of that, of like the thing we think as women, as wives that we need to be working on in our marriage, right. If we were to ask our husband, he'd be like, no, for sure. I don't want to work on that. Right. And I really got the message of this when I read the book, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. And it talks about how for women, externally processing and talking about things and working on our communication just feels amazing to us. It feels because we're verbal, we're external processors most of the time, but that feels like torture to our husbands. It's literally like we might as well just like be beating them with our fists on their head. It's like very uncomfortable A lot of men, my husband is this way, definitely. And a lot of my male clients as well are internal processors. So working on communication is just something that they're going to like, it's just going to be a no, like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. That's not at all appealing to me, right? So in this email that I've crafted, and again, I'll post it in our Facebook group too, I talk about. How valuable and important it is that we sell them on the things they want to be sold on, right? So, thinking about doing the work of improving your marriage, like what, what does he want to work on? And I love from the Facebook group that comment that you even asked him, right? So, for those of you watching this, have you asked your spouse, like, if we were to make our marriage better, like, how would you want to make it better? And sell them on that, right? Sell them on the thing they want to be sold on. Otherwise, what ends up happening is you're getting into convincing energy and trying to bring them on board and trying to convince them to see the value in something that might not be their first priority. Now, that doesn't mean that he won't eventually get to wanting to work on the communication. It's just like maybe he has a scratch and an itch in an other area of your marriage that he can't even want to work on communication until this other thing is resolved for him. Which is why I said at the beginning of this um, call that it's okay if you have two different areas that you want to start working on. That's not a problem at all. I think it's actually a beautiful thing. Just think about how expansive and elevated your marriage will be if you're working on the thing that's the priority for you. And he's working on the thing that's the priority for him. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. I love that comment there, right? So taking that question, right? Who do I want to be as a spouse? Such an important question. And I want to take this opportunity to just share with you a little bit of how to bring that answer of who you want to be into the marriage upgrade, right? I want to share with you exactly how to take the changes you want, put them in your mind, and also use the container, the tools, the resources inside of the marriage upgrade to help you be successful in that. Okay. So let me just get my right screen up. Got a variety of tabs opened on my computer. If you do as well, you'll know what that's like, right? So we're going to talk a little bit about it. I'm just going to give a brief overview because I don't want to miss this opportunity to let you sit with the idea of you being a level 10 partner and what that growth for you will be like inside of the marriage upgrade, right? So again, the marriage upgrade is a six month group experience created to equip and guide you to take your marriage to the next level of better. And right now we're going to have that conversation with you personally being your next level of better, right? Because we're looking at your identity And in order for your marriage to get to the next level of better, you have to operate at your next level of better, okay? So the results, all of the things we've been talking about today, the things you want to be different, the things you want to change in your marriage, that better communication, deeper connection, more fun, peaceful, and easy conversations. You wanna be confident in your future as a couple being a team, feeling happier together, greater passion and intimacy, and of course, love, right? We get married because we just wanna give and receive more love. So the way that we get you there, right? To summarize how the program is structured, right? I want you to think about yourself at this couple's retreat that's happening in September. Thinking about using two full days to lay the foundation of you being a level 10 partner. We literally have a whole entire section of this retreat dedicated to you building out that alter ego of yourself, right? You're going to know exactly how does this person operate? How does this person think in these specific situations? What are the choices this person makes? What are the choices they don't make? What are the habits they've developed? What are the skills that they have mastered? And then we're going to spend the remainder of our time together, right? Those next six months living into that person through our interactive workshops, through our personal challenges, through the virtual date night and the self-care soirees. And whatever comes up for you as obstacles, we're going to work through all of them in our open coaching calls. So again, you've at the event, the retreat, you create this version of yourself. And then we spend six months helping you grow into being that person. So exciting. I get excited about it, right? Okay. And then in addition to that, we have all these extras. We have video library of resources. We have prayers and meditations. We have conversation guides to help you actually implement the new way you want to be communicating. And then you have this amazing Facebook group community of people who are there working on the same things, cheering you on, supporting you, being that safe, positive, uplifting, like-minded environment for your marriage to thrive, okay? So the investment for this experience of creating these results, because that's really what it's about. Like, yes, we have the retreat. Yes, we have all the components of that six months of working together, but the investment you're actually making is in the change that you create in your marriage, right? I want you to think about when you got married, right? You paid for the photographer, but you weren't paying for the photographer to be there to pay to take pictures. You were paying for the album. You were paying for the result of the experience of looking at your wedding pictures with such delight, right? The way you got that result is by the photographer coming to the wedding and taking the photos with their camera, right? So the same with this investment, right? You're investing in the marriage you want to have. And the way we're going to create that end result is through the components of the program with that two-day retreat and this set of experiences that we get to have each month, right? The investment is 3500 per couple for both of you, right, to be a part of this experience. Or you can pay it six months, over the period of six months, six payments of $600, right? So I want you to think about what we've been talking about today. And I want you to just ask yourself this question, how do you see the marriage upgrade helping you in your marriage? Specifically, when, when we answered that question at the very beginning of what you want to be different, how do you see this program helping you? Just take a minute to like really answer that. Do you see it being helpful in the workshops we're gonna have? Will you actually learn skills and have things that you're applying? Do you see it being helpful in you rising up to be a level 10 partner by participating in these personal challenges, right? You're gonna set a challenge and a goal for yourself And that week, that's going to be your focus. You're going to be intentionally lasered in on this is how I'm showing up this week. A lot of times I put myself on a no complaining challenge where I'm just going to be really mindful because when I'm at my best as a partner, I'm not complaining to my husband about the things he's doing wrong. I'm appreciating him. I'm valuing him right? So that's a personal challenge that I put myself on. I want you to think about for yourself, if you tend to focus on like what's not working well, what would it be like for you to participate in a challenge where like you are committed and actively working on with help and support and tools and guidance to not complain for an entire week? What would that be like? What result would be created? Some of my couples have been on a no arguing challenge, For for an entire week, they did not argue. And what's amazing about when you put yourself on a short-term challenge is that when you get that win, that ultimate win at the end of that week, it motivates you to keep going, to keep producing that result. I had a client once who went, I want to say she probably went 40 plus days without having any issues or any arguments with her husband what would that be like for you in your marriage?
1: What would be the value of not arguing for an entire month and a half, right? So I
0: want you to think about how you see the program helping you. I also want you to think about what are your thoughts about the investment, right? I recognize that like That is a number that for some of you, you're going to hear that and be like, this is no problem at all. hundred percent, my marriage and the results I want to create are 10 times worth this investment. Right. And you're going to pay this, you're going to make this investment and you're going to get 10 times the results, 10 10 times the um, return on that investment. You're going to look back and be like, this was literally the best money we've spent on our marriage, way worse, more than the trip to Hawaii or the trip to Jamaica or Turks and Caicos. This six months that we spent focused on our marriage is by far one of the most valuable investments that we have made. How do I know this is literally words that my clients say, Right. For some of you, when you see the price of $3,500 or $600 a month, you're like, this is a little bit tight, but we can make it happen. It just means using some money that was set aside for some other purpose for this purpose right now. And for you, the way you're gonna make that decision is you're gonna look at how much of a priority it is that you solve the problems in your marriage, right? Because the way we use our money is always and only a function of what we value, right? So if your marriage is the top priority for how you use your money, how you make use of the financial resources you have, then making this investment is going to be something you want to do. You see the value and it's gonna be something that you're like, no, this is important. This is more important than the money sitting in this account, right? I'm willing to make this investment now to get our marriage in a better place. And I guarantee you, right? Like whatever money is sitting in that savings account that you're considering, you're gonna put that money back, right? Like you're gonna make the money back and you're gonna replenish whatever you might need to draw from to make this investment. And in the meantime, you get the added value of having a marriage that is so much better, right? And then the last thing I want you to think about is what is the ultimate win that would make this investment worth it to you right now? Put your eye to the future, right? If it was guaranteed, that you would get exactly what you needed, exactly what you want, that you would be able to literally create the exact changes you want to have happen in your marriage, what is that? What is that change
1: that would make this investment essential for you to do right now? What is that result? that is worth $3,500 for you, that you would look back and be like, I would pay that again and again and again for this result. What is it? Right? You wanna know that answer for yourself.
0: All right, so if you are like 100% in, totally ready,
1: this is where you go marriageupgrade.drshavon.com. That's it. That's where you go.
0: You'll see the sales page. You'll scroll down. When you click join, you'll decide if you're paying in full or if you're going to do the payment plan. Then you'll get an email confirmation with all of the details and all of the next steps.
1: Okay. So, Let's see what questions we have.
0: Don't be shy about your questions. If you have questions, I'm gonna check our Facebook group, see what we have going on
1: there. What are your questions? Even if you're watching this in replay, I want you to just think about like, what are your questions? what comes up for you? All right. So we have
0: someone say, I will love to invest, but right now it's a bit tight. That's real, right? And so again, you get to decide the relationship that you have with tight, right? Because let's be honest, all of us at some point in life had had a moment or period of time where our finances are a little bit tight, And what happens when your finances are tight? You feel a little uncomfortable. You might worry a bit about, how am I going to make this set of financial responsibilities all work, right? You may be like checking your account and looking like, okay, well, this is coming through at this time. This is coming through at that time. I'm okay over here. I hope this comes through here, right? We've all had that experience. I know I remember, especially when I was in grad school, I was like, li- like literally, like, some days I was like, okay, this is what I'm eating for the rest of the week, right? We have those moments, right? And level of tightness in your budget looks and feels differently to everyone. But I wanna be clear for all of you that feel like this is, it, it's a little tight right now. There's a difference between things being tight versus things being impossible for you to figure out. And when I do my consult calls, I always ask people, I'm like, okay, let's figure out what tight really means to you, right? When you look at this investment, does it mean that in order to make this work, you might have to tap into savings or you might have to put it on a credit card or you might have to maybe draw from a 401k or some other source of money, right? Because those are usually the things that people that I talk to are grappling with, right? It's like, okay, I might have to take it out of savings. I might have to put it on a card or I might have to like take some money out of this retirement account. So if that's your option, that's one thing, like, yeah, it's a little tight and it feels uncomfortable, right? Because let's be honest, no one is budgeting in their regular monthly budget for marriage coaching. It's not something that like we learn in life, like definitely make sure every month you have this extra money to pay a marriage coach. That's not anyone's reality. I don't expect it to be. So the fact of when you look at your regular monthly budget, there's not a line item for the marriage upgrade. That's not a problem, right? And when you look at maybe the money that's left over, If it doesn't amount to like $600 every month, that's not a problem either, right? So I want to encourage you for for anyone who feels like this is tight to not just look at your budget at the month, right? Because we don't put this in the budget. But what you want to do is you want to look outside of that budget at all of the sources of money that you might have available to you which again is usually savings, a credit card, or maybe a 401k, or maybe some other investments. I had clients I talked to once who like had some money in like Bitcoin or, I don't know, I don't invest in that stuff, but some other investment. They were like, we are going to cash this out and use this money here. And you get to decide, is that worth it for you? For the results of your marriage being better, not only now, but 10 years in the future, 20 years in the future, 30 years in the future. Because I guarantee you, the skills and the mindset shifts and the identity shifts that are going to happen for you inside of the marriage upgrade are going to last for the rest of your life. This isn't a like, you just get this for six months and then like everything falls away after. Like any investment, you make the investment now for the future return. Okay. So if it's tight, is it okay that it's tight for you? Is this important enough to you to let it be tight, to take the money out of the savings and know that the reason you're doing that matters, right? We're not talking about like going on a shopping spree for some clothes that are gonna be out of style in two months, right? We're not even talking about a vacation that you might enjoy for a week and then go back to your life and be miserable, right? We're talking about an investment to create a marriage that you love, a marriage that is so much better, where you can wake up and be excited to be with your spouse. Where your communication is going well, where you're feeling connected, where you have your best friend again. Is that worth making this investment and things being a little bit tight for those of you that are in that position? Right? Because some of you, it's not going to be tight at all. It's just a matter of committing to doing this work and creating the results that you want. But for those of you where it does feel tight, is The tightness that might surface worth the result, which is why I'm gonna always direct you to the result that you wanna create, because that's what this investment is going to give you, that result. Right? So I hope that was helpful for the person on um, Facebook who just mentioned that comment. All right. Any other questions or comments?
1: I wanna make sure I'm responding to everything. There's a little bit of lag. All right. I think that's it for now. If you do have other questions, either here in
0: the Zoom, put them in the chat or on Facebook, or if you are watching this in the recording and you have questions or comments, just, hit reply to the email, right? Hit reply to the email that comes to me. I will be more than happy to engage with you, respond to your questions or receive your comments, whatever they are. My email is an open door for you. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in or watching the replay. I will be back with you tomorrow. Tomorrow we are doing guaranteed success right? That is a topic I'm so excited to talk about because I want you to think about like, if your success was guaranteed, what would that be like? And how do we guarantee your success inside of the marriage upgrade, as well as any experience that you are having in improving your marriage? All right. That's it for today. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On to when Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly B-I-T forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. That's B I T dot forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.